It is Thursday, January 7th, 2021, and you are listening to The Tommy C Show, a think tank for logic and truth that are sewn into the fabric of our liberties. Today, I want to blow off a little steam and also look forward to what is next. Coming up next on The Tommy C Show. Good afternoon. Welcome to The Tommy C Show. I am your host, Tom. Thank you for tuning into the podcast that's become a popular resource for patriotic truth and action. The podcast that refuses to talk in all caps. (laughs) Don't we love that? You get a message from somebody, whether it's a a text or it's more common on social media, but somebody really wants to emphasize something, they put it in all caps. My favorite are the people that it's stuck on all caps for everything. Oh, it's just annoying. (laughs) One of those small pet peeves that's really meaningless in life but just gets to you. Hey, I'm going to spend some time today uh, going off script. I've done this from time to time in the past. Uh, I've talked about how I typically put my shows together. I think there's value in times in me just going freestyle. Sometimes my head is like uh, a computer with... 30 or 40 or 50 tabs open at once. That's kind of where I've been this week, and I think many of you are in the same place. There's a lot that's that's happened. And uh, in, in retrospect uh, to yesterday and in the shadows of yesterday, what happened in our nation's capital, I think we're all feeling uh, somewhat down today for a number of reasons. And, and that's okay. I mean, we, you, have to, you have to be at that place where you hit that point where you start to grieve so that you can start to get beyond it. Uh, you know, I, I really, part of me is really upset because I feel like I've been screaming at the sky for weeks and months about what we can do and what would happen if, in a short-sighted way, we took action similar to what happened yesterday. And that's by no means to lament the uh, the demonstration, which was amazing, and you know, so many uh, hundreds of thousands of of patriots there that behaved responsibly and were there with good intent, uh, it was amazing, and we should have been. I'm, I'm just honored to live in a country where people care that much about their beliefs and their president and the passion and and the things that we hold as common denominators and our values. But with everything, you always have some that go to the extreme. And I know there's some that are going to be pissed off uh, from my commentary on this. But I have been saying for weeks now with people that are ramped up about violence that that's not going to accomplish anything. And just random acts, it's going to set us back. And that it's it's exactly what it's doing. We're not gaining any ground in this we're being further ostracized now by the media and even our own politicians which yes i i get that we you know we don't care about them we don't we want to flip them everything else but right now they're what we have and they're what we have to work with until we get to a point where we flip these out i think some of you honestly felt like yesterday you were gonna rampage into the capitol and haul all of these members of Congress out, and today there'd be magically just new people replacing them in there. Uh, it, I've said it, it, it doesn't work that way. Even, you know, a couple of episodes ago, I talked about this. In the American Revolution, there was 10 years before, really, the first shots were fired. There were so many acts of civil disobedience and so much planning 
really an organization that went into that from both a, a political perspective and from a military perspective. And in the Civil War, the same way, you had states that resisted the policies and, and started to secede from the Union. And they formed their own government and their own capitals and their own armies. And, I mean, it wasn't just random people pissed off at the other ideological side going out and figuring we're going to just start throwing rounds downrange and we're going to make things change. It's... It doesn't work that way. It never has, and that has never worked in any country anywhere in the world. It's, of course, it's a product of emotion. And we're pissed. I'm pissed. Our voices aren't being heard. Our elections were stolen from us. I do believe that. I do believe there was a lot of fraud involved. I, I believe that, obviously, the media is against us. There's, there's so many things against us that justify feeling frustrated but none of that justifies the actions that happened yesterday that resulted in the death of a woman, a, a patriot, a veteran of 14 years, uh, a young woman that had a lot of life left to her yet. She, of course, we can argue all day, and we'd be right to argue that she should not have been in that position because we should not have stormed inside of that capital. And whether Antifa... BLM were a part of that or not doesn't matter because we did have patriots involved in that. And there are some that are still denying that, and that blows my mind because there are countless interviews of people um, that have been on the news and on the Internet since that were in that Capitol building that are absolutely patriots. So while Antifa and BLM could have been, you know, instigators or agitators in that, we still went in there too. And we have to remember that we are responsible for our actions. Absolutely. When, you know, I'll give you an example. When something happens, uh, <clears throat> this is kind of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double speak a little bit, but it's hard in a way because I'm going to have to justify one situation over the other. But the example is, is kind of the same. When, when we talk about a police shooting um, and, you know, pick one this summer, there was, I believe, the incident. Let's take the one that I think was in, in Baltimore, uh, or it was somewhere maybe in Pennsylvania. I, I don't quite remember. Uh, but there was the gentleman. The police responded to the house. And the gentleman came out with a knife. And was charging at the officer. And the, and the officer finally shot him. And the narrative started up again. That you know, police shot a black man and everything else. And and then it was. Well he was. Social problems and all this other stuff. But at the end of the day. That individual. He was responsible for getting himself shot. Just like Jacob Blake I talked in my last episode. At the end of the day, he was responsible. It was his actions that led to the consequences for him. And so it, it, when you're in the Capitol, you're taking actions that you know are illegal. And there could be consequences to them. Now, they shouldn't be death. And that's where I'm going to be you know, a little bit duplicitous here because now I have to use the example of the Patriot that was shot. Well, but in this circumstance, uh, she wasn't she wasn't armed. She wasn't attacking police. In fact, she was trying to exit. And in the videos, you can see there were officers looked appear to be Capitol Police behind her. Several of them with long rifles, pointing at a group of four or five of them at gunpoint, forcing them towards that doorway. So she climbs up and tries to crawl through the broken glass of the doorway because it's blocked on the other side 
in her mind, I'm just trying, I'm speculating, of course. But if I'm in her shoes, I'm thinking, well, this is the way I've got to go. I've got to get out. The hallway in front of me that I'm looking at is completely clear. That's the direction I'm going to go to exit. Well, as she's standing in that broken glass uh, frame, completely unarmed, fully exposed, it appears that it's a Secret Service agent from just a few feet away, lurches forward even, and shoots her in the face, basically, in the neck, uh, and kills her. Now, she should not have been in that position, but at the same point in time, trespassing or even unlawful entry does not justify deadly force being used in that circumstance. Now, none of us were there. We don't know the context of what was was Pence behind that Secret Service agent. What you know? What there's there's things we don't know that we have to consider and we have to be honest about. The way it looks right now, though, it doesn't look good at all. Uh, and we were told that you know, the members of Congress had been evacuated uh, from the Capitol. So if that's the case, they weren't even in the building. That's, <laughs> it's even more so that that was not a deadly force scenario. But you know where I'm going here is that whether Antifa was part of attacking the Capitol or not, it's, it, does not it does not matter. We still participated in that as well, a small fraction. I'm not, again, not blasting the entire movement for it because that would be wrong. It would be totally wrong. There, there's plenty of blame to go around, and there is plenty of displaced blame too, and that is happening. I mean, there's such a perception of how wrong we've all been that we're turning around and we're eating each other. And and I've done it too, but quite frankly, I will tell you I am more pissed by the willful disinformation that gets put out there by people who then try to defend it when it's blatant lies and and when, or when they're finally given the truth they still try to defend it or they attack you because they're embarrassed i mean let's be honest about it they're embarrassed that they got caught with it then but rather than have some integrity and say fuck you got me yeah that was stupid i didn't mean to lie or you know what i lied i was i wanted things to be different well fuck that's stupid, but at least you've got integrity at that point in time. But these people that do it and then attack you because they're so embarrassed they got caught and they don't want to be wrong, even though they know they are, that shit pisses me off. And there has been so many instances. You know, I, I pointed out another one again this morning with the, uh, the smiling Viking or whatever the guy is. There's all kinds of rumors going around. And there's somebody that posted a picture that was half of them. It was cropped so that you could only see the BLM signs in the backs. And while he, this guy was clearly BLM, he's a part of these BML or BLM demonstrations. Well, this is again goes to people not realizing how stupid they are. They can't even take the time to formulate a good lie or fabricate something because it's not hard to even take a portion of an image and do reverse image searches or or use other techniques on the on the internet. To find out the origins of an image and as soon as i did that in less than a minute i pulled up the whole image that was uncropped and he's yeah he's at an, a blm demonstration as a counter protester he's clearly a trump supporter and and most notably a, a q follower a, a q supporter and then i found videos of him professing that from another time I, months and months ago last early last uh, spring and summer but People get wrapped up in these conspiracies and these ideas, and they want to make this fantasy real. So they fabricate 
pieces of the truth into something that they're not to make them to appear otherwise or against the narrative. Well, it's, I don't understand it. I don't understand why you would want to lie to make up a reality that doesn't exist. It, it just, it pisses me off. And, and that's where I'm coming from today is that kind of shit is what irritates me most. And that's where, when I talk about the infighting, I'm not going to stop calling out this Q bullshit. I'm not going to. And none of us should. Because I tell you what, that crap has done more harm to us in recent months, recent weeks especially, but in recent months, than it's done any good. If you look back over the course of the last four years, you know, what started out as question everything, as I've said before, evolved into don't question anything I say or feel. It's completely ridiculous. But for two or three years, a lot of this stuff was let go. It was, it, it were crazy notions. But a lot of people just, they knew it. They, they passed it off as that's all right. It's conspiracy. It is what it is. Um, but in the last year, it's become more prolific and it's been called out more by more people as being counterproductive and false in ways that aren't helping. And that's exactly where we're at. And now we have a fraction of people that still today sit in fucking denial saying, just wait, the lights are going to turn out in a few days and all these people are going to be arrested because Gitmo's been expanded and everything else. They say they have no proof of any of it. It's all speculation because they want it to be true. But no matter how hard you fucking want it to be true, it doesn't make it true. And it's not going to happen. And these people, you can only try to reason with them for so long. And some say, well, just block them out then and don't talk to them and ignore them. But fuck, you, we've got to get these people turned around to some point in reason and logic. And if nothing else, get them turned back to sanity a little bit. Because where they're sitting right now is part of the reason why things went the way they did yesterday in the wrong way. The counterproductive way. It's because people get stuck in these fantasies. And it includes this rebellion piece that is fucking crazy. Now, I'm a veteran, and I'm true to my oath. And I will stand up and take arms in this country at a point that rebellion is justified and organized, and organized put forward. You know, if the states secede in some way and say we've had enough of this shit and there's an organized structure to it, absolutely, in a heartbeat. I am not going to be part of an armed group of vigilantes that just goes out and attacks federal buildings and, and places threats on the lives of members of Congress and everything else. No, because we have constitutional remedies to that. And people say, well, the Democrats, you know, they don't care about the Constitution. Well, fucking fine. I don't care if they don't care about it. I do care about it. And I'm, I'm still going to use it. It's a tool that we have, and there are remedies in it. And to the people that say, enough of the Constitution, and then stop bitching that other people aren't following it. And to the people who are saying, well, it's time to stock by, stack bodies. Well, where the fuck are you? You ain't doing it. You're making noise. And that's because most of these people want a quick fix. They want something that's going to be fixed quickly and something that doesn't take any effort by them. And that's bullshit. And I've said before, weeks and weeks ago, probably even before the election. And in fact, I'm certain of it. I had a podcast where I talked about, even if Trump doesn't win, there are things that we have to do. 
whether you know if he I should I'm sorry if he does win there are still things we have to do and if he doesn't win you know we've got more to do and we are going to have these things to do in four years anyways because he wouldn't be in office beyond you know beyond 2024 it's a lot of work I get it and we have no choice though and for the people screaming at the country's dead and all this knock it off it is not our forefathers yeah they'd be so embarrassed of our government right now but they'd be equally embarrassed by those of you running around fucking feeling sorry for yourself and and screaming that the country's dead the usa is dead forever it's never coming back and this includes some of you pussy ass gold badges on parlor that are doing the same thing i've seen it from several of them in the last 24 hours the usa is dead and all this you have just irresponsible cocks you have a huge following you have a responsibility to be smarter than that it's not blowing smoke up a, you know people's asses it's the truth and if you don't know better you're part of the problem we have so many constitutional remedies and i've talked about these but again we go back to people want to find problems with it. i talked about article 5 well we we can't do that because of a b c or d talk about getting involved in local elections well the elections don't matter anymore it, it's it's so sickening these people just want to be negative about everything because they don't want to do the fucking work because they don't want to take time to shut their face for five minutes sit in a quiet room and have some introspection and it's got to stop and that's why we got to continue to engage these people and hammer on them until they knock it off I, oh, fired up. Sorry, but that's part of this podcast today is letting off this steam because I have tried to be positive and I'm going to continue to be positive because I love this fucking country and I, I I wouldn't have served it if I didn't. And I've got family lineage that goes back all the way through the Revolutionary War. I long vested in this country. I've got a daughter that I want to see grow up in this country in a, in a way that's free. And we can achieve that. We have so many tools at our disposal yet without going out and shooting half the country because we don't agree with them. That's asinine. Ugh. There are going to be no mass arrests, no cabal, no bullshit. So those of you that are Q supporters that might be listening, you need to just get that through your head right now and accept it. Part of the reason why I've been you know through this whole electoral process been very clear about how it's going to play out and you know i i hate to sound like i told you so but i told you so for those that don't want to believe it because i've through all of this i've said what's going to happen next according to the constitution and according to the laws and it's happened exactly like that and guess i'm not a lawyer and people say well you're not a lawyer you know what nobody needs to be a lawyer to be an expert in our fucking constitution in fact if you're not even semi-educated of our constitution you are part of the problem again that is our living document that is our backbone to our freedom you should know that like you know your your kids birth certificates i mean it's 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 ridiculous it's just absolutely ridiculous that people seem to discount what you say about the constitution because you you don't have some credentials behind your name and oftentimes credentials that just murky it up and fuck it up and turn it into something it's not anyway and that's how we got people like lynn wood out there 
pontificating a bunch of bullshit to his dogmatic followers that isn't true at all. And that's why you had people running around calling Pence a traitor yesterday for going through with the electoral count and not exercising a power that he doesn't have to start with. These people created an imaginary power that Pence has and then got pissed at him for not using a make-believe power that he never had. It's it's gross. He couldn't, and I and I have said this weeks ago, what the process was and how it plays out. And so many people argued with me. So many people agreed with me. But it pisses me off. And I, I, it goes back to where I started and that I feel like I've been screaming at the air telling people what's going to happen. Get prepared. Be prepared for it. But you can only, you know, some people need to learn the hard way. And, and that's where we're at. But we're, we're here now. We're here. It's clear what's, what's happening next. And we have our homework cut out for us. There is so much that we can do. And to, to that point, so I've talked in detail in past episodes about various things that you can do, tangible things that you can do. And I've gone as far as to give resources and details on how to do that. But today, one of the things I'm going to tell you to do next is to get acquainted with your state legislatures. Okay, know the makeup. Know how many members you have in your in your in your state assembly and your state senate. Understand who's in those positions. How many GOP? How many Democrats? What are the districts in your states? How long have some of these members been in office? Check out their social media site. Create profiles of them. Much the same as you would do for a school board if you listen to my earlier episodes um, in the summer about overturning school boards. And create profiles on these seats that you feel you need to flip or primary. Get into their social media. Get into their voting records. See how they've acted so you know come election time next how you know who's got to be primary or flipped and you've got the ammunition to get out there and make these things happen these local elections are so important because they determine again i repeat this almost every episode i feel like but that's where you're going to make change for your election laws that's where you're going we are a government from the bottom up and that is how we are going to fix the top is by strengthening the base again if we leave the base the way it is and negate it and just try to go from the top, everything else is going to continue to crumble. It only makes sense. So make some profiles of your state legislatures. That's simple homework. Just look up your state legislatures, your state senate, see how many members there are, see how many are red, how many are blue, see your specific district, that you, the area you live in, see which senator and which state representative or assemblyman uh, is responsible for your area, look at their websites. Just do that much in the next few days. Just get acquainted with who your state legislature is. Because that is where most of the work in the next two years is going to come in. Now, I want to leave you today with a thought. And uh, I usually leave with some kind of inspirational, motivational quote and in a lot of cases. This one's a little different, but I thought it was... Uh, apropos today because again we have to grieve and we have it's okay to be down in this moment you know and and be upset about it but we got to remember we're not alone we've got you know 75 80 million of us going through this and so many of us are in this fight forever so you've got allies you've got people to reach out to if you feel you know disjointed or, or disenfranchised in some way from this fight you're not i promise you 
reach out. You know, and so, but this one I thought was good. Um, Napoleon Bonaparte once said, always carry champagne with you. In victory, you deserve it. And in defeat, you will need it. And I thought, that's kind of good. Because I think today, this weekend is probably one of those weekends where you, you know, if it's champagne or wine or vodka or whatever beer it might be that you want, you've earned it in all of this chaos and this fight. And if you don't drink, good for you. I don't much. Uh, I feel better for that. But then treat yourself to something that you do enjoy. Because you, you do deserve a reward for everything that you've done and, and, you know, in recent weeks and months to try to be in this fight and engage things in a proactive way. Find a, mo- a movie that motivates you or a television series that motivates you, that makes you feel like this is, yeah, I, I'm, I'm energized, I'm feeling good. Do that much this weekend. Do something to uh, enjoy yourself and something that is going to motivate you and get you in the frame of mind that you know you are most productive in. Because we're going to need that energy. We're going to need that collectively, that positive attitude to move forward and get this fight kicked off. we got a lot to do, but we're going to do it together, and it can be done. And we have so many tools to get this country back, and we're going to do it. All right? That's all I have for today. If you enjoyed the show, I'd be very grateful if you'd take a minute to share it with your friends and family. If you're on Apple and would leave a positive review, it would be very appreciated. Feel free to follow and engage with me on Parlor. My handle is at the Tommy C Show. If you're able and interested in contributing to the show to help me continue to provide well-researched commentary, perspectives, and actions in the fight for the future of our constitutional republic, you may do so in a couple of ways: through Venmo or Cash App. My handle is at the Real Tommy C on both. The Real Tommy C again on both Venmo and Cash App. You have my word that this podcast will always remain free and thoughtful and aimed at the preservation of our constitutional values and in the interest of critical thinking. I do put a lot of my own resources and time into putting these together and research. Uh, so I do appreciate those that have reached out with uh, you know, help. It does help me offset uh, some of the expenses that are involved in making this happen. So with that said, friends, it is time for all of us to passionately take action, and we the people have a proud history of doing just that. Thank you for listening to The Tommy C. Show, a podcast for truth, power, and action. Until next time, sapientia es potentia. Wisdom is power.